Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 68, The Biggest Trap of All. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. everyone. Welcome back to Changeable. So I have to warn you before we start, I'm recording this on a Sunday night while the Green Bay Packers play some other football team. And um, you may hear screaming. (laughs) It's not uncommon, unfortunately. Um, The children are sleeping. So usually my husband's very good at screaming, happy or angry, um, into a pillow or something. But in case you hear a scream, that's, that's what's going on. So, um, what's new? Oh my gosh. The inspiration for this episode comes from the amazing people in the Little School of Big Change six-week course that began in October. And so as I record this, we're going into week five. We're, We're just about wrapping up. And I love these people so much. I love, 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 love sharing this with people who are really just struggling and Um, They don't care about what paradigm we're talking about. You know, they don't care about principles. They don't care about that side of things. They just, they just want to feel better. And they've tried so many things and they're trying one more. And I love that. And you know, what's, what's funny is a lot of times when people um, come into the school, they'll say something like, okay, this is it. You know, like this is the last, I'm not doing anything else. This is the last course I'm ever going to take. Like if this doesn't work, I don't even know what, you know, and, and they kind of have that, which I can laugh about because I said that a hundred thousand times myself, but it is kind of funny if you think about it. It's like, um, you're 40. So you're going to take this one six week course. And if this doesn't do it for you, you're just done. You know, of course we're not, of course, but but it makes sense. You know, I get it because it's. A, I think it's just our way that our mind tries to protect us from more disappointment, more frustration. You know, we put these kind of limits around it. But but that's sort of the state that a lot of people are in. And, and I totally get that. And so they come into this, again, not caring about how it happens so much, but just knowing like, hey, if this is different, give it to me because I'm at the end of my rope. And sometimes they get frustrated, of course. They're suffering, right? Sometimes they get impatient, of course. But overall, I mean, it it blows me away every single time how people who are scared and worrying and struggling can be so kind and open and vulnerable and sharing their experiences. Because, you know, it's it's really easy to be kind and loving when life's going your way. And it's not at all easy to be kind and loving sometimes when you're scared and you and things are really, really hard. And yet ugh, I just I see it every single time. It just it's it's just amazing to watch people do that. People say, you know, again, they've they've been caught up in some habit or anxiety or something and tried everything they've seen to try. And they come in and on day one, I say, okay. What if you're 100% habit-free, you're 100% anxiety-free, depression-free, addiction-free, right this very minute, you always have been, you just don't know that, so you don't experience it. And, you know, 
they've been trying everything for 20, 30 plus years sometimes. They should want to punch me in the face. And I'm sure they do. I would want to punch me in the face. But they but they're so open. They hear that. They listen, you know. And so it's just, I don't know, it's just so heartwarming. It blows me away every time when people are kind and open to a new way, even when things feel really, really hard. So one of the things that that being around these new students um, really does is it it allows me to really see, oh wow, this is this is what the misunderstanding is like. Now I know what misunderstanding is like because I'm a human being and I'm in it all the time myself, right? And at the same time, um, after being around this this paradigm in this conversation for many years and talking about it and sharing it, because that's what really deepens it for you, I think, talking about it and sharing it with people nonstop, pretty much, for the past eight or nine years, a lot has shifted for me. A lot just looks really different than it used to. Now, I'm still human, and and we all still have this full, wide range of human experience. So it's not that my every single moment experience, what shows up has changed that much, I don't think. But what has changed is really dramatically is what I see about it and how it looks when it does show up. And sometimes... Um, you know, I think it's just a feature of of us being so resilient and not needing to hold on to so much is that when you've had some shifts in life really, like when you've had your own sea changes and life really looks very different to you, you tend to kind of forget how it used to look. And again, that's great. That's adaptive. That makes sense, right? We don't need to hold on to how it used to look. And, and you just sort of update and it's like, oh, well, here's life now, you know? And and I see that a lot when I talk to the new people. And again, please don't hear this as, as me saying that I don't ever struggle with anything or suffer or any of that. But but there are a few things that just look really different. So when I struggle for the most part, not always, I kind of know what's going on. I don't like it. I can't wait to get out of it. But it just looks like, oh, okay, this is what's moving through right now. And and as much as my mind still argues and says, well, that's because this is moving through because this over here happened, you know, or because that happened. I hear that. I get a little in it occasionally, but it just, you know, it just doesn't look like the way life works. So it's, so it's harder to get sort of caught up in that easier. The, the better way to say that is it's, it's easier to not get caught up in that. It's kind of natural to not get too caught up in that. But the beauty about about being with this group of a couple hundred brand new people to this understanding is they don't know that their experience doesn't mean anything yet for the most part. You know, like that, there's still this way in which like everything that moves through them looks really serious and really personal. And it's so fascinating to see that because again, although we've all been there and I've certainly lived in that 24-7 for a really long time, it's easy to forget that, you know, when you get a little bit of distance from it. So it's like, oh, that's what it looks and feels like. And so what it does for me um, as a sharer of this to be around these brand new people is just kind of brings me brings me to 
oh, that's right. This is what this misunderstanding looks and feels like when you're thick in the middle of it and you haven't yet really seen much around it, outside of it. You haven't seen what else is available, what else there is. And so themes pop out, you know, like the simplicity of this really kind of comes to the surface. And what I've been noticing overall in the past few weeks is that there really is, like if you could kind of boil it down to one giant trap that we humans tend to fall into, that that starts the ball rolling toward all suffering that we're in. So there's like, we fall in this trap and then we suffer. Now, even as I say this, the trap's not that big a deal. <laughs> the trap is a bunch of thinking too. We're we're released from the trap. You know, it's a live catch trap. <laughs> you don't get instantly killed or anything in this trap. I mean, it's really not that bad. But it is a trap of our thinking. It is just a, a little thought-created misunderstanding that tends to lead to a lot of uncomfortable feelings and a lot of suffering. And the trap is that we think our experience means something. So all over the place, in every situation, in every circumstance, in every scenario you can imagine, it's people saying, why am I in such a bad mood? I don't understand why I woke up feeling this way today. And and wanting an answer to that, like thinking that there's an answer to that question. Now, minds will toss out those why questions all the time. But the trap is thinking that there's an answer to it and we need to find an answer, that there's actually a reason why you woke up feeling the way that you did, a reason that you need to see and that apparently you're going to do something with when you see it. I don't know. I don't know what a mind does with all that, but it definitely wants an answer and it looks like an answerable question. So why am I feeling this way? Why did I wake up this way? I was in such a good mood yesterday. Why am I in such a bad mood today? Or you know, my anxiety kind of kind of faded in the last few days, but then I felt really anxious this afternoon. What's that all about? As if there's a reason, as if there's an answer, as if that means anything, as if going from one feeling state to another feeling state means something about you, about your future, about your mental health. I don't know. But that's the misunderstanding is that it really, really looks like it means something. You know, why did I do this? I can't believe I said that to him. Why would I say such a thing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, how would we How would we know that? But when we can see, oh, my mind is going to ask these why questions. My mind is going to act like, like there is a reason for all of this. But what if there isn't? What if things don't always happen for a reason? What if our experience definitely does not happen for a reason. It's just experience moving through us. You start to see how the narrator comes in, our mind, the narrator comes in over this perfectly natural, perfectly normal, perfectly human experience that isn't inherently good or bad. It isn't inherently comfortable or uncomfortable, right or wrong. It's just experience. But this narrator jumps in and wants to tell a story about it, wants to make sense of it, wants to weave it together into a story that, you know, started in the past and extends into the future and where you're the starring role of that story. It's just what happens all the time. And 
it's okay. I mean, my mind does it. My narrator does it too. I don't know that it, I think it quiets down quite a bit when you see through it, but maybe it always happens. I don't know. But you start to just see, oh, there's no real reason that I need to figure out. Like, what would that buy me anyway? What would the reason be if, let's just use the example, oh, why did I wake up in such a funk today? And you're thinking about it and trying to figure it out. Or why did my feelings shift from when I went to bed to when I woke up? Like, what would the answer to that question be? And and what would that do for you if you even had an answer? I think sometimes we really, you know, when our when our narrator tosses out a question, we act as if it's a question that requires an answer or that an answer would benefit us. But really see, that's just how the narrator talks. It asks a lot of why questions. It asks a lot of how questions. That's its job. That's what it does. But they aren't they aren't real questions. They aren't questions that have answers. So what if when it comes to, you know, what does it mean that I feel this way? What does it mean that I like this person so much or that I hate this person so much? What does it mean that I was super into the lessons in the little school of big change and then I woke up one day and I just couldn't go to my computer to watch the next one? What does that mean? (laughs) What if it doesn't mean anything? Really? What if it's just the way that life is flowing through you in that moment? What does it mean that I had all this freedom and then my habit came back? I don't know. It's the way that that life energy, that thought moved through you in a moment. It brought that to life. And you just saw and lived what was brought to life in that moment. What does it mean that I keep falling into this trap? <laughs> we can get really meta with this. What does it mean that I keep falling into this trap and thinking that my experience means something? Well, that doesn't mean anything either. It doesn't mean a thing. Really sit with this and see see if you can if your mind can even start to fathom like how different your experience in life would be if you didn't care so much about your experience in life. If it didn't look like there was a reason, if it didn't look like it meant something, if it was just the way that life was moving through you. Now, I have to give a little caveat here because I'm not saying don't pay any attention to it. I'm not saying there's nothing in that for you, like there's nothing valuable in that in your in looking at your experience. I'm not saying ignore it. I'm not saying any of that. So for example, maybe you're just kind of flowing through life and then and then all of a sudden you have some really low energy. Like you you just you're exhausted and you're kind of um not so enthusiastic about things. Like maybe something big and obvious shifts like that for you at some point, right? I'm not saying you should now tell yourself, oh, that doesn't mean anything, or there's no reason for it, and just go on with your life. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that when we're in a place that's open and we aren't thinking that we need to figure out with our little mind, with the narrator, needing to figure out what it all means and why and all that, then we're just kind of open. Then we're in a place where we see a whole lot about our experience that can be incredibly helpful. It's something you might call curiosity or 
I don't know, I guess it's maybe similar to what people talk about is like being the observer of things, but you're not attached to it. And it's not about your conceptual mind jumping in to crack the code and solve all these riddles about why you're feeling what you're feeling. It's more of a curiosity. It's like, whoa, I've been feeling really low energy lately. I wonder what's up with that. You feel the difference in that? There's no, there are no questions that must be answered right now. And it's a totally different, it's almost a different source of, of the questions and the answers. It's not the narrator saying, we need to get to the bottom of this right now. It's more of you kind of just being curious. Huh. I wonder what this is about. I wonder what I could see in this. And please know if there is something to see, if there's something we need to see in our experience, if there's something that would be helpful to see, we'll see it. We're less likely to see it, or maybe it just takes longer or isn't as easy, or I don't know. When we hand it over to our little mind to figure out, like that's a whole different thing. It's like it goes in one direction, digging, digging in one direction when when the wisdom's actually in the other direction. So it's not about figure this out, what does it mean? New interpretation, you know, answering those why questions. It's just an openness. It's just more of a, huh, I wonder if there's something to see in this. And I do that all the time from a light, curious place. And then you see things, if there are things to see. And truly, if there aren't things to see, it just kind of looks like, okay, I guess it's not time now. Like, I guess there's maybe nothing that I need to see around why this is happening or or what's what's going on here. You just don't want to give it to your mind to crack the code because it'll kind of just make a mess of it. But really kind of consider again, I mean, the big, the big point in all of this is what if experience just moves through us? It ebbs, it flows, it goes up, it goes down, it feels open, it feels tight. And that's just what it means to be a human being. There's nothing you must figure out in that. There's nothing you must interpret or decode. What if that's just what it means to be a human being? Think about how different that would look and feel. So you're in a really clear mind, great place, and then you feel anxious. Okay, so what? It's changing. It's not going to stay like that forever. But what happens is we think, why, why, why? And we almost have to like hold the anxiety in place long enough to investigate it with our minds. Not that we can really hold it in place, but just play along. It's like our mind is just going back to it, trying to figure it out. And then we say, oh, but no, my anxiety doesn't shift. It lasts forever. No, (laughs) it doesn't. It shifts. Even when you do what I just said, it shifts. But it's feeling like it lasts forever because you're thinking about it so much because you're trying so hard to, to give it a different interpretation or, you know, you're thinking it's so personal and meaningful. And what if it isn't? What if it just isn't? Every human being on earth has fluctuation in experience, thank God. Otherwise, we would just be flatline and boring. And if we can just be with that fluctuation, know that we're going to feel contracted and then expanded at times, and that it doesn't necessarily mean anything, it's a completely different experience of life. And that's the difference that I'm seeing as we speak anyway with the students who are brand newer to this, there's still this really big 
pull to figure it all out. And people who have been around this a little longer kind of see that that doesn't make any sense. And so again, whatever shows up for them is what shows up for them. But their experience of it, their degree of suffering in it, their just how it is for them, totally, totally different. Has your life been positively impacted by this understanding and you want to help others experience the same? If you would love to help people end habits, find freedom from anxiety, and open to this incredible way of seeing life, I can teach you how. Check out the Change Coach Training and Certification Program at dramajohnson.com slash coach training. And as a special bonus, anyone who enrolls in the training by December 1st is getting lifetime access, lifetime access to the Little School of Big Change graduate community, your life or mine, whichever's longer, <laughs> lifetime access to an amazing, supportive, mind-expanding community. So check it out today, again, at dramajohnson.com slash coach training. Thank you.